0: You're listening to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast, the best place to break the ice with your favorite players. Now here's your foremost French toast, Nick Hart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Yes, we are back with another episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. I am your host, Nick Hart. Thank you for tuning in with us here for another episode of the Pens Podcast. Hopefully, um, we don't have any interruptions this time. I understand we had some uh, frequency issues last time, but I don't think that'll happen again. And hopefully, it won't happen again because we have a very excellent guest lined up for this episode of the podcast. Joining me for this episode is none other than Wilkes-Barre's Granted Penguins rookie forward, Sam Militek. Sam, how are you doing?
1: Good, good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for stepping on with us here. I know the fans always like to get to know the players that are playing on their favorite team and whatnot, so we like to sprinkle the rookies throughout the season, the new guys and things like that. We would have loved to have had you earlier in the season, but you've been kind of in and out of the lineup with various injuries throughout the season, but now you're back healthy, looking good on the ice for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, so I figured... I'm going to rope you back in here into the studio yeah. and get you on the podcast. Awesome. So let me ask you, how how's everything been this season? I know it's been a little bit of ups, a little bit of
1: downs, but how are you feeling? Yeah, really good. It's a, It's been awesome so far. Um, obviously, don't like getting hurt. No one does. And uh, so that was a bit of a setback there, but love, love being here. Um, the staff and the guys are just awesome. Uh, first class all around, so I, I couldn't think of a better spot to be in this year.
0: Glad to hear it, my friend. Glad to hear it. Your first season as a professional, uh, signed by the Pittsburgh Penguins as an undrafted free agent uh, after playing junior hockey with the London Knights. You came to one of their rookie tournaments, really showed off, did a really good job, and so earned yourself a little bit of a contract with Pittsburgh now your first season as a pro. I know last year, though, you were actually at Penguins training camp, Wilkes-Barre's Grand Penguins training camp. Hung around for a few days before you were ultimately reassigned back to your junior club. When you look back to last season, I think the, the standard question that would come now is, hey, how much did just hanging around a little bit after training camp help you prepare for your American Hockey League season this year? But I want to go back to your last junior season because you lit up the Ontario Hockey League uh, season split between the London Knights and Niagara Ice Dogs how much did just that little bit of an extra taste of practicing at the AHL level help carry you through what was your best offensive season in juniors?
1: Yeah, for sure. It was huge. Um, just being able to be a part of uh, main camp with Pittsburgh um, at first and then down here in in uh, Wilkes, was it was awesome for me. There's obviously great leaders like uh, there's Willie and TK last year who even in the week that I was here um, – just taught me so much about what it takes to be a pro so I, ca- I try to take those skills and most most importantly the work ethic into into my junior season so um, I think I did a pretty good job of that and again came here at the end of the season which was huge for me as well because um, pro really is a different animal than junior so um, it, it's anytime you get a taste of it it's good because uh they coming in this year I kind of knew what to expect and um a little bit more if I hadn't come.
0: There you go and it's been great to for the fans to get a taste of what Sam Militech brings to the table. A great start to the year and as we mentioned, a little bit dinged up here and there, but now you're back, you're healthy. We're happy to see you back on the ice. Hopefully more big things to come from Sam Militech this season. Undrafted free agent but you grew up a little bit outside of Detroit. Michigan, yep. a suburb of Detroit, Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, you grew up a Detroit Red Wings fan, I've talked yeah. about this uh, with you in the past with oh, some yeah. interviews that we've run on intermissions, that your family were,
1: were season ticket holders, mm-hmm. right, so you were at a lot of Red Wings games growing up, eh? Oh yeah, <laughs> every game um, we could, We, our family kind of split it with another, so I'd say I went to close to half of the home games. That's still a lot of hockey That's games a lot to of go hockey games, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the ones that I didn't get to go to, I'd I'd be watching on the couch with my dad, and, uh, watching Dotsuk and Zetterberg and Lidstrom was 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 a treat. They to were okay. The least. Yeah, they're they're okay.
0: Yeah, they were okay. So now this is where I'm going to steer this question now because those Red Wings teams were well oiled machines year after year, cup contenders, if not winning the Stanley Cup in 2008. Yeah, yeah. But what do you remember about the playoff series in 2009 when it was sort of the rematch in the final
1: between Pittsburgh and Detroit, and Pittsburgh was the team that got the upper hand? I I. Oddly enough, I was such a big Crosby fan. I had a uh, I had a Crosby Penguins jersey. I was rooting for the Penguins in that series. <laughs> <Even> really? <laughs> growing up a uh, or Wings fan, I just liked Crosby so much. Um I he he flipped me over, so I had a bunch of my friends giving me flack for cheering for the Penguins in that series, but uh yeah, it was it was weird and how it works out now, but um Remember the series really well. Went to a couple games. Um, I remember game five where um, I don't remember if this was 08 or 09, the Wings won pretty handily. Oh, 08 was the year that the Wings, it was a six game series. Yeah. But
0: Pittsburgh did everything it could to kind of delay the inevitable. Detroit yeah. was just, they were the better team that year. Um, Pittsburgh actually almost scored in the dying moments of regulation I in game that. six to force yeah. overtime after. Peter Sakura had extended the series in yeah. triple overtime the game before, but 2008 was the year. It was like okay, Detroit yeah. is head and shoulders the best team yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, that best was team the one the I went to. Yeah, but then 09,
1: the following year, it was a lot closer, and it comes down to yeah. Game Seven at the Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember remember watching that one on TV. Um, the Game Seven on TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I was pretty excited. <laughs> so we're sorry, not to interrupt you, but you yeah. said you were pulling for Crosby. You were happy when when Pittsburgh won. Yeah, but. Was that the case in 8 too? the first matchup between no, the two? No, for, so s- for some reason I switched. I don't I don't know how old I would have been. Really? I was probably 12 years old. I was going to say, so you were born in you're a 97, 97. Right? You're a 97, so if that's in 08, oh yeah, so you would have been like 11 or 12 years old. For some reason, little kid Sam switched, <laughs> pulled a flip, so I don't know what it was. I just watched him really close. We had the, uh, it was called center the center right, ice yeah. package or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd always watch the Pittsburgh games and just love watching them. So I had a, my Sid jersey on and <laughs> was watching the games at home.
0: That is fascinating. Mm-hmm. So you grow up a Red Wings fan, season ticket holders. They win in '08, you're all fired up. Pittsburgh wins in '09, yeah. and you're all fired yeah. up. It's just a win-win for a Sam bit of a bandwagoner, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess th- if there was a bandwagon to jump on in the late 2000s, you're either jumping on Detroit or Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. Those those were the two premier teams. That's for why sure. they were in the final back-to-back seasons Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah I think you made some good choices (laughs) now and now here you are in the Penguins organization we've had some fun chats in the past with uh, Sam Lafferty Mm -hmm. who obviously grew up a gigantic Pittsburgh Penguins fan and thus Sidney Crosby fan you've had a chance to meet Sid now at training camps and things like that now right
1: yeah how have those interactions gone awesome yeah Uh, he's a great guy I warmed up for uh Uh, one of the preseason games in Pitt and our stalls were right next to each other. So kind of just talked to him for, um, a lot of the pregame and he's a great guy. Um, just helped us out in every way, even on the bench, you make a nice play. He'll let you know or whatever he, so, um, all the stories you hear about him are true. He's, he's that good of a guy and more. What were you picking his brain about before the game? Uh we were talking junior hockey, actually, because really? he played uh, against London in the mem Cup uh-huh is a member of Frumusky? yeah, so we were talking about that a little bit and um just kind of who London had at the time, and uh he remembered all their all their players and yeah, it was more talking about junior hockey than anything and London is sort of this junior hockey factory
0: yeah if if there is a premier franchise an elite franchise across the CHL, the governing major junior body of the Western Hockey League, Ontario Hockey League, and QMJHL. If there is a, a New York Yankees or a Los Angeles Lakers, a Detroit Red Wings perhaps even, it's the London Knights. Yeah, It is unbelievable how year after year after year, you can go back to the 70s and 80s, the London Knights always seem to have yeah. one or two guys that get taken in the first round of the NHL draft, prospects that go on to play you know 500 800 mm-hmm. NHL games played things like that what was it
1: like playing in the hallowed halls of the london knights oh, growing up as a it kid it was awesome yeah <laughs> nothing better it was uh it was pretty special my like you said my first year um on our first line was uh matthew Kachuk, mitch marner and christian Dvorak who were all they're all in the nhl all now. in the nhl like solidified in the yeah. nhl oh, too yeah oh yeah we had uh victor Mete back there Montreal mm-hmm.
0: um, Canadiens. Yep.
1: Yeah, Max Jones just got called up uh, with Anaheim. And he was a first-round pick. First-round right? yep. pick. Um, Ule- this is all the same team. <laughs> o- o- all the same team. Oliyullevi. He. um it's a first-rounder for Vancouver. First-rounder for Vancouver. And then um, like Cliff Pooh plays in Charlotte. Uh uh-huh. Crawley plays in uh, Hartford. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's a pretty ridiculous team. That yep. that first line kind of just rolled over everyone. So it's unbelievable, it awesome. unbelievable,
0: and that's like a generation coming after when like Max Domi yeah. was on the team. Yeah. Max Domi, I remember watching him in the Memorial Cup tournament one year. He did a between the legs yeah. saucer pass to the back door, and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's, it's just incredible. it's just year after year after year. Can you kind of Feel that atmosphere whenever you're playing in London. Like yeah. this is the place where all these other guys have come through, and now I'm in these shoes too. Yeah,
1: for sure. I, you always try to look back on those guys, and um, sometimes you have the older guys come back. Like Bolin would come back and kind of help us out a little bit. Okay. And, um, it's a big family in London. Uh, even after I got traded there uh, to Niagara, I still went went back the next summer uh, to skate. A little bit mm-hmm. this past summer, I guess, um, to skate kind of with their pro group, and they welcome me back and once a night, always a night kind of thing. So uh, it's a pretty special organization to be a part of, and happy to be a part of it. So is there
0: like any added pressure for playing in the London Knights organization, or is it just more uh, pride than you know pressure? Uh,
1: a little of both. Yeah, you're, you're always expected to win. Yeah, in London, so if you're not um like last year we started the year pretty tough yeah um but we turned it around but like you're always expected to win if if you're not you kind of grip your stick a little tighter I guess it's like that anywhere but um we're all hockey players right we all want to win so that doesn't change where you're at (laughs) you could try to make that argument but no matter where you go you want to win so Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's extra pressure
0: now, actually, I need to, we need to sort of rewind to the start of the episode here where I introduced you as our as yeah. our episode's guest. I had somebody get in contact with me at the start of the season okay. and made the claim that I am mispronouncing
1: your name. Okay. What is your name? Um, I've heard everything. You've heard everything. <laughs> I've heard everything. Yeah, I'm sure you have, too. Uh, Metallic is my favorite. Metallic? Yeah, that's Sam my favorite. Sam Metallic? Yeah. Oh, um, that sounds – actually, you might want to consider a change. That sounds pretty – It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. Sam no, Metallic. Uh, the real way to pronounce it is militic. The, the correct way is Militić. That's the Croatian um, kind of pronunciation, like Lucic, or there's an itch right, yeah. at the end. There's just As a, you can see with the IC. Uh, yeah. Uh, in Croatia, I guess there'd be a little accent over the C, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. implies the ch sound. Right. Um, but over here, I've always gone by Militech. You've always gone yeah. by
0: Militech because I've you know, interviewed you before and mm-hmm. you've always introduced yourself as Sam Militech. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure we get this right because we're a little bit sensitive to this in the yeah. Wilkes-Barre Scranton market because of the Connor Sherry, Connor Sherry yeah, mess oh, of, yeah. of a couple years ago. What is it? Well, it, it's Connor Sherry. 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 Okay. But he went through college at UMass Amherst, Yeah. came through here, won Stanley Cups in Pittsburgh, and then just one day he kind of, like, raised his hand and was like, yeah, guys, it's Sherry. Yeah. He was Sherry all that time and just didn't correct anybody. Really? Yeah, so we're, we're, we were sitting here, myself and, and Mike O'Brien, my yeah. old broadcast partner and a co-host on the podcast here, we were like, w- like Connor, you were here. Yeah. You should have just told us. Yeah, and yeah. Just, he just never told us. But so from now on, you will be known as
1: uh, Sam Militick. Is or that's because yeah. that's what you've always that's gone easy. by. Everyone, everyone says that. So
0: Kevin Churchman uh, told me the same thing, actually, whenever he first got here, too, yeah. because he obviously has among the strangest spelling oh of yeah. names that you'll see, at least in English. But once again, he comes from a, a Eastern European yeah. heritage and things like that. And he had told me it's supposed to be Chutchman. Yeah. Chuchman. But
1: ever since he was a kid it's been
0: churchman yeah it's like he, actually it's, churchman
1: but they go by churchman it's funny he knew right away he started calling me militich really yeah he knew he knew uh, i i think his girlfriend's croatian too okay so she kind of has the same same thing going on but um it's funny how he, some people know right away oh yeah some it, people it, pick up on it instantly a lot of, it was weird a lot of canadians actually um when i was in london they just said militich they just, yeah. And no one no one in the States would. So really? It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But when you were growing up in, in Detroit and stuff Always like Miletic. that. Always Milotic. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. But here
0: we are. So Sam Milotic is what we're sticking with yeah, that's right good. now. And if you get a little familiar with you, everyone just calls you Millie. Anyway. Millie.
1: Yeah. That's easier. Yeah. Way easier. Everyone <laughs> yeah. just goes
0: Millie. Have you ever been called Millie Vanilli? Has anyone gone that far?
1: I've had, yeah. Millie yeah, Vanilli? Yeah, I've heard a few different things. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's... Like just messing around, like every every once in a while, I'll hear something different. But are you
0: familiar with Millie Vanilli? Do you know
1: who that is? Is that a rapper? It, it was a it was like a pop group. Yeah, like hip uh hip hop pop dance group back yeah. in like the the late eighties early nineties. I've never heard any of their stuff, unfortunately. But
0: you don't do you not know the story of Millie Vanilli?
1: No. Oh, that's way before way they, before I was they, born. I they think. are.
0: I would say Millie Vanilli is more infamous than famous. Oh, really? If somebody called you Milli Vanilli, it, they might be trying to insult you. Okay. I would not be because yeah. the the problem with with Millie Vanilli this is the, the Cliff Notes version of of the story of Millie Vanilli is that they were extremely famous they got extremely popular in a very short period of yep. time in the late 80s they got busted for lip syncing
1: oh like really they got in trouble for lip syncing no.
0: and it ruined their career and they like had Grammys and awards like taken stripped, away from yeah, them stripped. rescinded because they were found out to be frauds no way yeah but there's like this giant story that the two guys that made up Millie okay. Vanilli they were never supposed to be the singers they were like yeah. models that got hired by the record company just cuz they look good because they look like they had recorded all the songs yeah. right i'm once again i'm trying to ab- abbreviate yeah, the yeah. story as much as i can they recorded all the songs with different people the record company decided we can't market these people we they're not marketable so they get these two like models from germany to be really? yeah to lead <laughs> Millie Vanilli cuz they could dance and they look good but it was the other pre-recorded stuff i mean it's great marketing Pretty smart, right, except whenever it came out that they were lip syncers and they were faking the whole time, the producer that was in charge of Millie Vanilli sold them down the river
1: oh yeah, yeah, sold, so sold them out so he
0: didn't take any of the heat. he was like, yeah, they're frauds they've never been singing the whole time, and they, they covered themselves, and so it ruined the careers of <sighs> Millie Vanilli guy move.
1: and they just and they just got to make all the money off of wow. it. Wow no, I've never heard of that yeah, so I don't think I'd take offense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I take offense. I just a, feel like a, it's so obvious, though. Millie Vanilli. A, because uh, I don't think I wouldn't have known that. So even if someone said that, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Or, and B, it's probably way before me or if yeah, my if. peers' time. So <laughs> <laughs> they probably I, don't I, know I would, either. I, I should actually survey the
0: locker room and see how many guys back in that room actually know who Millie Vanilli is.
1: I'm sure it's very few. Very few. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure if that's good or a bad thing. Because, like I said, they're infamous know. because they were. Notorious frauds, a hoax. Some people called them, but yeah. I think they just got a. They got the the shaft. They got a bad rap. Yeah. The two guys that were leading the band. If you ever get a chance, if you're like bored, sitting around one day, don't know what to watch. See if you can find like the VH1 Behind the Music documentary on Millie Vanilli. I'm sure it's on YouTube. It it has to be. I'm it sure. has to be somewhere on the internet. That goes for anyone out there because. Even if you're not a Milli Vanilli fan or you don't remember, I think the story itself is fascinating. Yeah. How the record company just, like, chewed them up and spit them out and just yeah. fed them to the wolves as soon as they found out they weren't going to make money off of them Yeah, anymore.
1: that's funny. There's there's a documentary out right now kind of like that, too. What's that? It's called Fire on Netflix. Fire? Yeah. Like
0: just Oh, the, the Firefest documentary. The Firefest. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I really want to watch kinda it.
1: Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Just a bunch of frauds. Uh, gigantic trying to, frauds. Trying to... Put on this big mu- music You've festival. You've seen it, right? Yeah. I yeah. Saw so it. try
0: to give the the elevator pitch to the people
1: out there as to what the heck Fire Festival was supposed to be. So basically, there's this guy named Billy. I forgot his last name. Billy something from New York. Listen to your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he wants. He's this supposed wealthy guy from New York. Mm-hmm. He has this other fraud company called Magnesis, which is a credit card company. And he wants to put on the biggest, like, music festival of all time. Mm-hmm. And he gets him and Ja Rule kind of partner together. And they supposedly buy this uh, island in the Bahamas. And they fly down all these supermodels and, like, legit supermodels. Bella Hadid and all these all these girls and kind of film a, I don't know, a preview so to speak of what right to like build up the hype as to build up the hype of what this music festival is going to be and they charge outrageous amounts of money and a bunch of people come down and it's just they've pitched a few tents here or there yeah like There's it just no basically didn't happen. yeah and it never happened and all these guys just um, people were like stranded yeah weren't they? people were stranded they shut down the airport they locked him in the airport trying yeah. to go home and then this guy gets out on like three hundred thousand dollars worth of bail and then starts trying to do other stuff. Yeah. And starts <laughs> starts trying to make money in other ways. It's kind of a scam. So yeah, before, kind of a savage move. Well, yeah. Before we spoil too
0: much, yeah. But this guy just basically came up with this idea for this giant music festival, took all this money, but then did not bother to actually set up a music no. festival. And it was it was it was a mess. And He's the thing this like happened like two man, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like some old thing that's being brought up. This isn't like Millie
1: Vanilli in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. This just happened. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty crazy to see the stuff you got away with. Yeah. Fi- I've been
0: meaning to watch it because I've heard a lot of people saying that it's it's an incredible documentary. Yeah, it is. Because I remember following the story as it was happening. I remember we were here at the office at Cole Street. A bunch of us in the break room would be like, oh my goodness, did you hear about yeah. Firefest and what happened? So. I definitely need to check yeah, out that. Yeah, I think everyone right. showed It's pretty good. All right. That's, that's a, an early preview on Penn's yeah. Picks right there. We'll yeah, get to that in a little go. bit later in the podcast. But first, I want to move on to a segment that I usually save for later. But we're going to do it right now, Sam. This is something that we call the question. Okay. Or we have the previous episode's guest leave a blind question for the next episode's guest. So they don't know who they're leaving a question for. Oh boy. And this question could be about anything in the world. Okay. Okay? Do you follow me here? Yep. Now, the reason I'm going to this now is because I have just received the question. Do I get to while know? While we're recording.
1: Who the last person
0: was? Are you interested to know who left you this question? I think it would help. I would steer you and our listeners to the Wilkesbury's Granted Penguins Penguin SoundCloud page and iTunes to find the podcast archives oh, and see okay. who the previous episode's All guest right. is. All right. Anyway, Fair enough. Anyway, we just got the question right now as of recording. Okay? Okay. So that's why I'm going on to this right now. And Sam... I am so sorry. Is this tough? You have been thrown right in the soup. Okay. You've the bus has been driven over you and Great. backed right back Perfect. up. Perfect. But these are the rules Let's of the question. It. This is how it goes, okay? You have been presented the scenario that you can date one, marry one, or fight one. Oh jeez.
1: Okay? Oh man. All right. Three guys on the team. Joseph Cramarosa, oh, no. Zach Trotman, and Jimmy Hayes.
0: Um, and you have to give your reasoning between why you've decided to what date, is it? marry, or fight
1: them. Date, marry, or fight?
0: Yeah. Um, a little bit of a, a slight spin on the traditional. Um. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry this happened to you. Well, I'd probably. Oh, man, this is tough. I I'd know. Probably Marry.
0: This is always the best place to start. Yeah. Whenever you're posed these kind of questions, always start with Mary.
1: I'd probably marry Hazy. Why? I don't know. He's a great guy. He's funny. Big personality. Big personality. He'd Keep it fun. <laughs> super easy to get along with. So. Okay. I um, feel like if you're st- stuck with someone for the rest of your life, you mm-hmm. might as well be someone funny and um get along pretty well with them. So. Yeah, I'll probably pick Hazy there. All righty. So you're going to marry
0: Jimmy Hayes. That leaves you to date or fight Joseph Cramarosa
1: and Zach Trump. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's tough. Can you give me a hint who asked this question?
0: Yeah, I can tell you. All right. Who as is? long as everyone promises to go back on the Penguins All iTunes right. and SoundCloud page to go to previous episodes of the wilkes Grant Granted Penguins podcast. All right. McCoy Irkamps oh. left you this question. <laughs> like I said, he drove the bus over you and backed oh it right back God. up.
1: Wow. Um,
0: but he didn't know it was you. It's a blind question.
1: Yeah, no, I know, I yeah. know. Um, I think we all know the outcome. We do. With fighting trot. You're going to get popped like a pimple. Yeah. I'd almost argue do that
0: because it would just be over quick. Oh, okay. Interesting. An interesting approach, and then you would date Joseph Cramarosa. I guess, yeah. Where would you go on your date with Joseph Cramarosa?
1: I don't know. He's got a cool car, so he can drive He's me around. He's got a cool He's car. Got, he can, He's going to pick you he up. He can pick me up and drive me around somewhere. <laughs> and, you're,
0: and you're just going to kick back and let him make all the decisions. Yeah,
1: exactly. I like that move. So, What's Cramer driving? Uh, Jeep SRT. You're a fan.
0: Yeah, I do like it. So there we go. So when proposed, the question of dating, marrying, or fighting one, Joseph Cramarosa, Zach Trotman, or Jimmy Hayes. You have chosen to marry Jimmy Hayes. Funny guy, easy to get along with. You're going to stick with him for the rest of your life. Sure. You will fight Zach Trotman just because you think it's going to be over with the fastest. Yeah. I was not thinking that way, but I respect it. And then you will date Joseph Cramarosa so he can pick you up in his real nice car and take you out on the town. Sure.
1: Let's go with that. That's just I don't think there's any right answer there so <laughs> there's go. no right answers let's go with i think that. you
0: handled that rather well actually it took us know. a while to get things started up but yeah
1: no that really got me thinking
0: yeah the, the gears are turning yeah right they now.
1: are now i'm gonna have to just give the next person a terrible question
0: oh no poor guy <laughs> that's,
1: they're gonna that, that's
0: it. this is what this is going to devolve into yeah. because mccoy he just started they, something. They, they tried to embarrass him on the last podcast as well. they asked him what his ideal date was and that's he had to not go nearly into detail. as bad. Well, you know how some guys get. McCoy took it in stride.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: Smooth-talking guy like himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So he, he worked his way through it, whereas other guys would get all embarrassed and things like that. But I think that's what this might just devolve
1: into. Yeah, it's Just no, guys just, just trying to bury each he other. He just started something. That
0: <laughs> oh, no. That can't be stopped. I'm going to be brainstorming for a while here. Ooh, well, let's see. We'll have another episode of the Penguins podcast yeah. in two weeks. I can't so. wait to get the question yeah, from Sam Yeah, you guys got to tune in to that one. But now that uh, – All of these juices are flowing right now. Like you said, this question really got you thinking. I think now is the perfect time to transition into another regular occurring segment on the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Penguins podcast. Those that listen all the time already know exactly where I'm going. Sam, this is a game that we call canceled. Cancel Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it simply snap Gable. my fingers Gable. Gable. they would all cease to exist Gable. Gable. Sam the way this game works is that I'm about to bestow upon you the greatest power in the universe Kay. right over here to my left I have several categories human behavioral traits things in this world that are polarizing topics and you have the opportunity to cancel them at the snap of your fingers this thing will be gone forever You have the power. You don't have to consult your friends. You don't have to consult your teammates. This is your decision. Gotcha. It can be gone forever. Understand? Yep. Gotcha. So we're going to pull out a couple things here, and you get to decide whether or not they're canceled. Okay. You get to pull it out. Just one at a time? Yeah, we'll just go one at a time. You're the first person to actually reach across the table and be like, let me get after it. You're all for this right now. Yeah, sure. So grab one. What do we have here? What's up for cancellation? Country music. Country music. Yeah. Polarizing draws people from both sides of the argument yeah. are you a country music guy
1: uh yeah you are so Hardcore. you will not cancel never. country music ne- you will never, canc- never cancel, country, cancel country. country just in the car on a nice warm summer day windows down country music it's just it's summer so All can't right. beat it who's your favorite country artist do you have one um I've got a lot of guys I like um Brett Young um I saw Eric Church in concert, and he was awesome. Really? Um, he just, no opening act, just him straight pl- playing through. straight through. No break, no nothing. He just played. So how played, long did played. he go for?
0: Like three hours? Yeah. Was there you
1: go. Incredible. Um, so he's probably up there for, for top Church. just because I've seen him in person. How long ago was that show? Um, last winter, I believe. Last winter. Yeah. So you're like, country music, that summer,
0: you get it in the winter, and it's like, just going into a different dimension. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. There we go. All right, I'm gonna pull out this one. You'll Jet. go next. Oh, you you do yeah. one too? No, no, no. So this is still for you to cancel. I okay. just got antsy and pulled one out of the helmet. Gotcha. Ready? Sure. Air hand dryers. So when you go into the restroom and they don't have the towels, they have the yeah. air hand dryers.
1: I'm gonna cancel that.
0: Why are you canceling air hand dryers? I
1: heard something. I don't based on what I've heard. I know where you're going with this. They pull the air from the bathroom floor um which can't be sanitary. No. So it kind of defeats the whole purpose of washing your hands. All
0: they do is just send all the germs everywhere in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So they're awful. I and they, and I like I never feel completely dry afterwards no.
1: either. So that's a that's a hard cancel. Cancelled.
0: Air hand dryers, they have been cancelled. Put the paper towels back in your bathrooms, just, people. Just do the
1: motion sensor Yeah. Hand paper towel. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's ideal. There we go. Yeah. Nothing more to say. You don't need to no. because
0: you've canceled it's it. It's done. You've already reached in the helmet. What did you pull out, my friend?
1: Astrology.
0: Astrology. So like the signs, zodiac signs. Yeah. Oh, you're a you're a Cancer. You're a Sagittarius. I a mean, Libra. I what are you? Do you know what your sign is?
1: Taurus? Taurus? Yeah. I've but never really been into it. But some people are. Some people are but very like I need are. my
0: horoscope. I need to know I, what's
1: up. I don't think I'd cancel this one. Okay just J- because just i I'm indifferent but some people like it so okay it's not like one of those things that don't make sense and that's that's totally fine once so again
0: this is your decision i'll
1: i'll leave it for all the other astrology people out there in the world well, who like it there you go so make sure to check your horoscope tomorrow yeah, because exactly. sam militech has kept astrology it's in still alive. the game go for another one go for another one i don't mind this at all this is good Bikes in traffic. Bikes in traffic. <laughs> this is a
0: big thing now in cities across yeah. the country, making bike lanes, trying to accommodate bike riders.
1: How do you feel about when bikes go into traffic? Um, I personally, it's tough for drivers because they want to be a part of traffic, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they don't always follow the rules of traffic.
0: And they're on their own rules. They're on their they own got their rules. They just
1: do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's hard. They slow up traffic and – Um. It's hard to get around them without feeling like a, a, you're gonna hit them or b, you're gonna hit the car. They add, they oncoming.
0: add, a, they they do add a little bit of an extra level of stress upon for the sure. automobile driver. But is that enough
1: for you to cancel bikes
0: in traffic?
1: Um, bike lanes are for sure ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, but people like it and gotta get their exercise, so. I think I would not cancel it. You're going to keep bikes I'm and, gonna and traffic around. Too, You're going to yeah. keep
0: them around. Okay. Yeah. So, through, so, through four things, you've only canceled one.
1: Canceled one. And they are the air hand dryers. Go if, ahead. If let's go If I'm going to cancel, one. it's got to be a no brainer. So.
0: Okay. I understand that. Everyone has their own cancellation Emojis. strategies.
1: Emojis. They're awesome. You're <laughs> a big emoji guy.
0: <laughs> got to keep them. Got to keep them. Yeah. What, what is your go to emoji? Like, if you pulled out your phone um, right now and like how they have the most recent used, what's the top one for most popular?
1: I don't know. Probably like I don't know, I'd have to look.
0: Do you have your phone on you right now? Or is it back in the room? It's back in the
1: room. Um
0: maybe a heart. I was gonna say, let's see let's see what I have here. I might I might bury myself a little bit. Hang on. My most used emoji I was for a long time very anti emoji. Yeah. One day I caved and now I use them all the time. Yeah, I I can't help it.
1: Mine would probably be a heart. Mine, red mine is
0: actually the emoji with the heart eyes. Yeah,
1: that is the most used emoji that I have.
0: Yeah, I. They do actually, th- as stupid as they are sometimes, they do actually help convey tone, which is hard. Yeah, it whenever. adds it adds a little
1: to conversation too. Adds sometimes a little bit, little bit of spice. Yeah, sometimes spice if you're out. just typing, it can be a little boring. Mm-hmm. But if you throw emoji in there, it spices things up and. Liven's up the conversation, keeps it going a little bit.
0: So Sam Militech is pro emoji, pro emoji. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. I think it'd be heart, cause text my mom hearts all the time. Oh, that's sweet. and she likes it. So <laughs> and she likes it. So if if mom likes it, you got to keep it up. Yeah, <laughs> and it goes to the top if you do a lot of them. Right, so if exactly. You send like six of them, then it's it's pretty much it's already pretty moving, much moving up the, up the top, ranks. So thanks, mom, for that. There you go. Thanks, mom. Camping, I love camping. You are you love everything. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I grew up camping. Northern Michigan is very beautiful. I've um, heard this. Got, they have the Sleeping Bear Dunes there, which is uh, a whole national lakeshore on Lake Michigan, which is, it's just gorgeous I up there. I feel like
0: I was talking about this with somebody else not that long ago.
1: Yeah, there's, Minnesota's known for their lakes, but uh-huh. Michigan has um, a ton too. It's, it's awesome up north, and every summer we take one or two camping trips up to the Sleeping Bear Dunes, and um, they're some of my best memories, so.
0: Now, when you say camping trips, too, we're talking
1: about pitching the tent and lighting a fire in the woods. Or did uh, you guys get like a cabin? We we started with just pitching a tent. Okay. At a campsite, so that's I, I count it's it. It's close enough. If you have to construct the tent, construct you are camping. Construct the tent. You are camping. Um. Yeah, make the fire at night, s'mores, everything, the whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. Hot dogs on sticks. And, Um, yeah, some of my best memories, we eventually evolved to cabins up north, but, um, no, camping was a big part of my childhood. See, full disclosure, I am not a camping
0: guy. No. I I will go outside, I will do a campfire, I will go fishing, I'll go swimming, I'll do all that stuff, but when it comes to the end of the night, I want to be inside, I want to be in a bed, I want four walls around me, I don't don't want to deal with the tent, why would I sleep on the ground? When I can get a temperpeded, get a blow up mattress. No, yeah, no, no. I am, for that reason, I am anti camping. All right, but you're, that's but fair. That's not my call. You're the one yeah, that I'm has the power to cancel. Camping stays.
1: I feel like I need to cancel whatever's next. Just well, to let's see. Balance we'll, it out. Here we go. So we've done one, two, three, four,
0: five, six. We'll do two more here. We'll do two more for a grand total of eight. Rummage around in there.
1: Nutcrackers.
0: Nutcrackers. Ah. Uh. Now you're just indifferent. Once again, not
1: making you feel strongly about them.
0: No. What do they really add? That's the thing. They don't really do much. They're not actually good at cracking nuts. No. And if you get a bad paint job, they're horrifying. Yeah. They're creepy. I'd probably cancel. You're gonna cancel Nutcrackers. You yeah. s- you went from eh to now you're like you're <laughs> almost talking yourself into a cancellation here.
1: we're talking like the christmas yeah christmas nutcrackers. those
0: decorative nutcrackers they're a staple of
1: the holiday I time tradition i know we have had some in our house but i never i always would try to crack nuts and it was just terrible
0: yeah slide right out or you break the handle on the nutcracker they cracker. don't
1: really seem festive they're they're more they look more halloweeny almost cuz right. cuz they're a little creepy so they got those big big eyes yeah all right we'll cancel that one
0: all right nutcrackers you creepy nutcrackers yeah, you're out of here Sam Sam militech has canceled you Last one. Here we go.
1: Mosquitoes.
0: Mosquitoes.
1: Hard cancel. Hard cancellation. You didn't even hesitate. No. You you threw it it right uh, aside. They're terrible. They're terrible. Name me a redeeming quality about mosquitoes. I'm sure they have some. They add something to the environment. Name them. Disease. I don't know. I'm sure... I'm sure they do something
0: good for the environment. There's probably a scientist somewhere that can try and explain to me
1: what value mosquitoes but, bring to the table. But when you have in the summer, you just have mosquitoes biting on your arms and legs, and you're slapping your arm. Yeah. And, it's just, and
0: there are parts of the world where mosquitoes will kill you.
1: Yeah, they'll kill you indirectly through disease, but yeah. they will kill you. Whereas, that's, like that's one. Of the, that's the most no. That's more of a no-brainer than keeping country music there. They,
0: you're saying. Canceling mosquitoes is is more of a no-brainer than
1: keeping country music. And that's that's a big deal. That's a big deal to you. Yeah. Wow. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are gone.
0: They are canceled. They're gone. Yeah. See you later. Have to to go. Other bugs, you can make the case, like spiders. They're creepy. A lot of people don't like spiders. But they eat mosquitoes.
1: They eat mosquitoes. So for that reason,
0: personally, I would keep spiders around. Mm -mm,
1: mm -mm. These guys, they got to go. They're Gone forever. And I think everyone
0: out there is thanking you right now for canceling mosquitoes. It's cold outside right now. You'd be hard-pressed to find someone who'd be like, yeah, keep mosquitoes. I love mosquitoes. You know what my favorite animal is? Mosquito. No. That person is insane. That person needs to be put on a list by the government. Yeah. My favorite animal is the mosquito. That's
1: that's a weirdo move for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the weirdest of weirdo moves.
1: Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Mosquitoes are gone, and so are people whose
0: favorite animals are mosquitoes. You're by association – Cancel. Exactly. And that is how we play Cancel. Like Sam, you decided awesome. to keep around country music, astrology, bikes and traffic, emojis and camping, and you canceled. You exercised your right as the one holding the power to cancel mosquitoes, nutcrackers, crackers, and air-powered hand dryers. Yeah. Get them out of here. All gone. You decided to keep emojis around because you said it was uh, a favorite of your mother's. Yeah. And... I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your family and your whole family dynamic sure. because uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of my interns did some diving. We ended up doing a cool little story on, yeah. on you and your sister. But we also uncovered so much about your family. Your dad was a powerlifter, weightlifter?
1: Yeah, he was on the Canadian Olympic He was on the Canadian
0: Olympic weightlifting <laughs> team. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> was clearly a strong guy. Uh, apparently. He, uh... Yeah, he played hockey and football in college, but loved lifting. And he's from a small Canadian town called Wallaceburg. Where's that at? It's kind of by Sarnia and Chatham. Okay, Ontario. Um, It's a very small town. And he was apparently just unbelievable. And he was was slotted to win the silver at the 84, 82 games? Sure, early 80s. One of those, I don't remember which was the summer, but... Um, he was like going in, all his lifts were um looking to be silver and he had a career ending injury a week before leaving for, for the Olympics. Which so, is devastating. Devastating. he works his whole life and um uh, but he won uh Pan Am Gold and he was he was he was legit. Yeah. So um really cool. He was able to teach me a few things and um obviously his knowledge about working out and Uh, just keeping your body healthy and right is second to none being an Olympic athlete. Um, so what did he
0: turn to after a career ending injury kept him out of the Olympic games? Yeah,
1: he actually was training for the Olympics while he was in med school. Mm -hmm. Um, he was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. He started that for a little bit and then kind of took a turn into, um, psychiatry and regenerative medicine. So he looks a lot at, uh. Metabolics and just um, blood labs and just a whole bunch of different stuff. He's crazy smart. Um, (laughs) Crazy strong and crazy smart. Yeah, like in his free time, a lot of people watch all sports. I don't know, watch their favorite show, but he'll be watching webinars on the next medical breakthrough or or something. Or just whatever's in his field and piques his interest at the time. So he never stops learning and he's uh he's a big role model for me just in in that sense and uh obviously as an elite athlete he he knows what it takes to be at the top so i lean on him a lot what did what was it
0: like growing up uh with a father that was obviously a, a fantastic athlete but knew a thing or two about actually uh working out how to do yeah. it right but then having that psychiatry background as well as to know how things might be how the wheels yeah. might be spinning in your brain during perfect. all this. It was yeah, perfect. Yeah, if you love yeah.
1: it. Yeah, it was really good. A lot of people ask me, oh, does he try to do the whole like – Like psychoanalyze s- you? Yeah, psychoanalyze you. But no, um, it's 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 actually helped me a lot just be able to talk about um, what's going on um, on and off the ice. So uh, it's been good in that sense. And then he's just been able to guide me in, in my hockey life too because there's – no matter what, across the board, for sports, there's a lot of the same mental aspects, uh-huh, um, yeah, we might be doing different things physically, but um, when it comes down to it, we all are trying to perform for one game or one event or w- for him one meet, so he's been able to help me a lot through that and um yeah, I can't thank him enough for everything he's he's been there through everything, and any time I have anything going on, I can give him a call and um for sure. it's It's been awesome. It's perfect. He he knows the best best of both sides of the.
0: How much confidence did you have as a kid whenever guys would go on the playground and start the argument, my dad could beat up your dad
1: and know that it's actually true? Oh, like I wouldn't even have to say it. You wouldn't have to say it. <laughs> I'd just have him walk in knew. the room. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> he, knows. Because even, even when I was younger, he's, he's had a few... Um, just some medical stuff so he doesn't work out as much now, but he still still does a ton. But back when I was in elementary and middle school, he was just a wagon. He just, was a wagon. He, he was huge and just all muscle and he'd walk in r he'd be one of those guys, he'd walk in the room, people would go, whoa. They would just like yeah. they wouldn't know what to what no, to say or he's, how to react. It's just no. that large and in charge. Yeah, he uh he was he was uh, just huge, and apparently um, my my buddy trains with one of his old teammates and um, just said he was on another level. So it's pretty cool to hear that about your dad and just kind of see how successful he was in his sport. And the
0: athletic gene obviously passed down to yeah. yourself playing hockey, and you have a twin sister. Twin sister. That was a pretty gifted swimmer too, right? Yep. And an older brother too. And an older brother, what does he do?
1: Uh <laughs> he's a heart surgeon. So
0: Okay, so if it wasn't yeah. being a supreme athlete, it was being yeah, the brainiac that could go brains. into med school. He got the brains, oh my I got the goodness. athletic
1: genes, I guess. So um yeah, but my sister's starting to get into the Olympic lifting a little bit too now. Oh really? Um, and she's really good at it too. Um but yeah, they she's she's kind of a mix. She's got brains and she's athletic and then
0: She's she's the best of both yeah, worlds. Yeah, my brother's she's got, got the brains both ends of it.
1: I've got the more athletic genes, I say. My goodness. So, what
0: yeah. a family! This is unreal.
1: Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. Some of the stories my brother has, he comes home with from the, being a heart surgeon. Yeah, just operating and um, day in and day out, like super. How should I put this?
0: Are they more? weird stories or are they more like intense stories more intensely like, like this guy came in and he had two minutes to live and we put it yeah. together wow. yeah
1: like he's he's in there he's he's got his hand in people's chest pumping their heart for him with his hand just manually because their hearts won't it work stopped. yeah so he's he's doing crazy stuff like that oh my god and uh it's pretty incredible yeah <laughs> Like you think you have a good game or something, and you come home and you hear a story You've, from him, and it's like, okay. I saved some guy's life yeah. today. Um, he's, I'm like, I scored today. And he goes, oh, cool. I saved four people's lives. <laughs> it's like, all right, thanks, bro. It's like, all right, well. I'm going to no. go to bed now, thanks. Yeah, it helps keep things in perspective for sure. He, He's out there saving lives every single day, and it takes a really special person to do that. Yeah, people that play this
0: game. For a really long time, obviously, want to win. They're super competitive, and so there's pressure that yeah. comes along with that pressure of of big games, winning championships, individual performances for contracts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure, but none of it's compared to a
1: guy that has no. literally heart surgery. Yeah. He has to perform has surgery on hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for them, it's just. I think for them, yeah, it's super important, but they have to treat it like any other day at the office. Jeez, or else it they'd get if I I think it's if you get too emotionally attached to patients it it adds more um, feeling and a little more nerves to it so if you'd approach it just like a job like I have to do this this and this and I think that's how they they kind of get through it now okay see I'm
0: I'm absolutely fascinated by this you have me hooked in Sam yeah you have me hooked right now I want some more stories about your brother as a heart surgeon. I'll actually, you will satisfy me with just one story. Let's, we're going to break some rules here. Let's break HIPAA, like doctor-patient confidentiality. Sure. I want you to get down to the nitty-gritty. Tell me the most ridiculous story or most insane story
1: that your brother has ever told you about being a heart surgeon. Oh, that's easy. That's go, easy Go for it. It's got to be the time he was... Hey, hey what did you just say? What did you say? It doesn't matter because Broadway's coming on the
0: podcast. And you know what? What Broadway says, Broadway does. So when I speak, everyone listens. Jimmy Hayes is coming.
1: So that's the story. Did she turn out okay? Yeah, of course. She's like, oh, you fixed my heart. Way to go. I don't care. Just give me a new one. At least she had some perspective. Yeah.
0: That's unbelievable. Yeah. They might be able to make a movie out of that. Yeah, true story. Unbelievable. Well. I'm not sure how we can follow that up, Sam. I'm not sure how we could ever possibly imagine to follow up that story. So I think we'll wrap things up here on the Penguins podcast. Right. But before we go, we have to get to one final segment. This is Pens Picks. Pens Picks. Sam, this is the time in every podcast where I ask the guest to Give a recommendation to the fans. Give a recommendation to the listeners, something you've been really into lately, something that you just can't get enough of. It can be something we even talked about earlier in the mm-hmm. podcast. Just give them a recommendation. What is your pen's pick? Um. Well, I
1: guess I already gave Fire. Yeah, you can do Fire. We talked about it um, earlier, the
0: Netflix documentary.
1: I, we already gave that, so we'll give a bonus one here. Oh, bonus recommendation. Um. Bonus pen's pick. Yep. I think in with this season coming up, I think if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I think it's time to give it a watch. G O T. And get into it because the new and final season comes out in April, so They say it's the final season, but it is. they're just gonna do like three spinoff shows. I don't you never know. You never know. I guess you don't. But yes,
0: so the final season of Game of Thrones is approaching. How far? April fourteenth, not like
1: I know or anything. <laughs>
0: Not that you have it marked in your calendar yeah, exactly. with alerts and a countdown for exactly. every day. Okay, so in April, sometime in April, Game of Thrones is coming back. I think that's my pen's pick. That is your pen's pick. I'm, I think someone's mentioned Game of Thrones before, but not with the same enthusiasm yeah. that you have. They just dropped it in there like, ah, Game of Thrones and some other thing, right? So Game of Thrones, once again, Game of Thrones is your pen's pick. My Penn's pick, since of course we're going to be on this Midwest road trip coming up here, my Penn's pick is going to be Wisconsin cheese curds. Oh my goodness, Sam. Last year when I was in Milwaukee for a game between the Penguins and Admirals, I met up with a friend who lives in Madison. He came down to Milwaukee to see the game. He's been a good buddy of mine since first grade. Jeff, I love you to death, buddy. And he introduced me to the Wisconsin cheese curds. Of course, Wisconsin is already known for its cheese to begin with. But these things... Mm, I do not care how bad they are for me. I will be eating all of them during our day off in Milwaukee, possibly even during lunch before the game. Who knows? I might even sneak some up to the press box. Uh, Panther Arena in Milwaukee during the game between the Penguins and Admirals Friday night. So Wisconsin cheese curds, easily my pen's pick this time around. And that'll do it for this episode of the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins podcast. Got to give a huge, huge thank you to my guest for today's episode, Sam Metallica, Sam Miletic, <laughs> Millie, Millie Vanilli, Vanilli. Yep, that's Sam it. Miletic. Thanks for coming on, buddy. All right. Thanks for having me. And thanks to everyone out there for listening to this episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. We'll be back in another two weeks here on the Penguins podcast, just based on the uh, Penguins schedule. If you take a peek at the Penguins schedule for the rest of the season, a lot of Wednesday games coming up in February and March. So I'd plan on more than a handful of these episodes coming out on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays. But, Now that this one's out, you just have to look forward to the next one. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time, folks.